Hey hey welcome to Horns Up we coming to you again from Bangalore we're at 20 feet high we're still at 20 feet high it's been a long 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 afternoon here surrounding yeah. ourselves with good drinks good food good people yeah how are you feeling peter you doing well yeah man it's it's great we had a productive afternoon <laughs> yeah rather productive afternoon we talked quite a people's heads off I'm still surprised we still are continuing to talk. I'm surprised I still have my voice. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't talk that much also. Anyways, you can't talk Bangalore without talking about one of Bangalore's best metal bands. I I very affectionately call them the granddaddies of Indian <laughs> metal. <laughs> the granddaddies of Indian metal. And and they've only been around for 20 years, huh? so that tells you a lot about the Indian metal scene. Wow. Okay, the granddaddies of Indian metal. I am okay. That that's a new one for me, but I okay, I'll 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 it'll take it'll take me a little bit of time to digest that because like I don't know, granddaddies, I don't associate it that band with them because they still sound so fucking good. Yeah, and, and <laughs> but but you know, but one of the cool things about the latest album and for those of you who are still wondering who we're talking about, We're talking none other than Cryptos. Cryptos. Yeah, and fuck, I loved Afterburner, man. See that that I fucking loved Afterburner. I still fucking love Afterburner. I think it's one of the best metal albums I heard this year, or I will hear this year. Yeah, but you know, one of the cool things I found about Afterburner is how much I found it similar to their first album, Spiral Ascent. There were some elements that really like kind of got the kind of was similar. for me but i don't know what yeah, do you yeah no but I, i don't know like it's great to see finally like not finally but it's great to see a band from india just doing good metal music and that's such a rare thing and this is after you've had countless amount of kids come into the scene uh, production becoming easier for everyone guitars being sold like everywhere you fucking go uh and bass is hanging from the tree drummers like getting and to now, playing gigs and now accessibility to metal is as simple Ex- as going on spotify and finding the I know but playlist considering all of that volume to bring it down to one or two or three or four bands who are actually doing what is good metal that's fucking rare okay let's let, let's not go further because we can we can talk our heads off about this band and their discography i mean like 20 years is no mean uh, feat i mean no, no easy feat especially for an indian band considering of we can count on one hand the number of indian bands have been around let's introduce our guest uh, yeah. we're talking about nolan who's who you've heard previously uh, opine his lovely views on metal and what metal should be or what metal should not be and his love for iron maiden earlier but this time we're talking with nolan about nolan and about nolan's music or not nolan's music nolan and a collective of other people's music cryptos awesome pleasure to be here after a few beers did, did i'm ready to rock shit <laughs> <laughs> did i did i did i introduction warm the cockles of your heart warm some other cockles but yeah <laughs> <laughs> do you agree largely with what we said do you think it's Do you think it's 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 justified for us to be talking the way we do about cryptos? I don't know. I mean, 
maybe you guys see it that way i don't see it that way I okay mean, we we are, why do you say that uh, see i mean okay yeah, we've been around for 20 years but in my head it doesn't even feel that long it's like we started a couple of years ago it's everything still feels still feels fresh everything's uh, you know it's it's weird it's like the older we get the younger we get in our heads uh-huh you know i would say i was <laughs> i felt older 20 years ago than i do now <laughs> i mean but <laughs> so so i know you're not ready to accept the granddaddy tag <laughs> but you know talking about fresh afterburner sounded fresh man tell me about like i mean that's the headspace we're in right now if you if you listen to our discography <clears throat> you know everything gets uh, less serious as the albums go 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 uh-huh. by you know <clears throat> from the last album to this album the <coughs> our headspace is completely different you know we are at that point where you know we've basically s- we've we've gone through all the shit we had to go through and right now we just want to have a good time i mean at the base of why we at the very heart of why we do this music is because we we want to enjoy ourselves we want to put out music that we would enjoy listening to ourselves we want to put out music that we use we would listen to if we were younger you know when we listened to the first priest albums made in album you know it gave us a certain feeling we want to write music like that which first and foremost makes us feel feel that way and if it makes someone else feel that way as well that's fucking great and we know it it actually does because on our recent tour to europe so many people had already bought the album before we got there they were buying it while we were on tour and so many of them in their 40s some of them in their 50s some guys in their 60s people from different age groups they were coming up to us and they were like you know we haven't had this feeling we we forgot what it felt like you know ah. what it felt like when we were kids when we were listening to all our favorite bands over the years we got older we got caught up with our lives we forgot how it felt to you know just listen to good heavy metal yeah ha- it's that's that, that that's that's fucking awesome because that's exactly what i was talking about the reason afterburner resonates with so many people is because at the heart of it is just these guys having fun and it shows i mean i don't i don't know do you care about whether people perceive you to be metal or not anymore no absolutely not i mean i don't really we we reached a point where we just don't give a shit you know we don't really care if people like our music if they don't like our music if they think a certain way about us we just don't we reached a point where we just don't fucking care about anything except what we are doing you know we we write our music for ourselves we do everything for ourselves first and foremost if we are happy that's all that matters after that we put everything out if someone latches onto it killer if they don't it's cool it's cool as well you yeah, we don't and, and i must add what's cool about it cuz i see where you're coming from because like with afterburner uh you guys basically threw out that what's the metal rule book what a metal album should sound like and stuff like that and if i may add burn up the night kind of was just a prelude of what would come for afterburner yeah, man yeah yeah cuz yeah. like when you listen to both the albums back to back it's like Oh you think you like this music now wait what we're going to put out on afterburner and i'm not surprised like it it kind of is a hit all across age groups because 
whether you're like a death metal person or you're a black metal person or even the, if you're a purist at, yeah or you're a purist or an elitist whatever you are true or whatever this is the album you're going to listen to if you're not as your guilty pleasure but you're going to play it proudly and say that yeah man this is what i like it's it's one of the albums that i will reach out to to introduce people to metal yeah definitely yeah you know <coughs> with afterburner it was more like uh, we we never intended it to be like you know something that you'd an album you throw on if you want to decipher the secrets of life or you know all that deep shit it's not a fucking deep album it's not a it's there's there's nothing really to it you know <coughs> it's it's but it's 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 fun it's meant to be fun it's meant to take your mind away from you know all the shit you go through you have a hard day at work or you know you're stuck that's in traffic exactly, yeah, you put this album yeah, on yeah, and yeah, you're just like fuck yeah man yeah. i just want to get a Absolutely. beer i just want to fucking chill i want to have a good time yeah because yeah. there's enough people are going through enough shit in life <laughs> and honestly speaking there isn't that much music out there that makes people feel feel just, good again yeah, just ma- yeah <coughs> exactly yeah we all need that little bit yeah. of joy the vibra such in life yeah. and you know you you pop on this album you're walking down the street and suddenly there's skip in your step because it's upbeat it's like um it's it makes you feel young again you know it <laughs> it, it, it the juices in your blood start flowing the juices everywhere else start flowing <laughs> but you know talking about the songs like of course you guys put out the first couple of singles uh dead of night and also sorry you put out the singles red dawn, red dawn and after yeah. burner and i remember the reaction i had from animesh when i first played it for them but for me when i got the album the song that really struck out for me which you would never really hear earlier from cryptos was on the run tell me about it man cuz like if it it, it kind of stuck out what was it like putting writing that song that, and <coughs> i mean <coughs> that song was that pretty much channelizes our love for tin lizzy okay you know the the way the song is structured the melodies the guitar solo it's pure tin lizzy in a more metal context yeah. but that that is i don't know you know when we wrote that song when we came up with the initial melody it had tin lizzy written all over it and the more we just thought about Phil in it and Gary Moore and Scott Gorham and Brian Robertson and you know we kept listening to Tin Lizzy at home and because we loved them so much it it just seeped into that song and even if you look even if you read the lyrics it's it's something very Phil in itish <laughs> yeah. yeah and it just came together and i was like fuck yeah in in fact the working title for that song was take your fill <laughs> <laughs> that's one of those things because like that's what i also liked about the songs on this album of course i love burn up the night no doubt but it gets stuck in your head and yeah man fuck like that no but but even that the the ending to red dawn i think that oh yeah i still remember your reaction to red dawn the first time i played so yeah so I didn't know that I didn't know that a new Cryptos album was in the works until after we did our verses and uh, Peter was like hey they just put out a new single and I was like holy fuck let's check it out and Peter wasn't too thrilled about Red Dawn personally because he felt it was like middle of the ground somewhere yeah but 
I remember the first time he played it for me and I was just I was like I I locked into the groove of it immediately from the I think the from the moment the first verse starts off and that's after like a period of uh, music has already gone by and it just locks in and it's nice to just hear that tempo and continue at that tempo and then uh that ending part it got stuck into my head and i was like holy shit i need to get more of this and blah and blah and blah and then yeah i'm just 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 for the record my single for the album lead single would have been afterburner because that video <laughs> no man that don is so much better <laughs> no no lin <laughs> it's cool everyone has different tastes yeah yeah and and, and that's, that's the cool thing, thing yeah and you know again there, there's that certain pride uh with like you know when you know like a band that you know exactly yeah i was so, so happy long. that it was cryptos that was doing this and not like any other band yeah and and, and then you and i want to just quickly allude to uh, i mean se- i want to quickly segue into your european tour because i've been like following uh, your social media looking at the videos and stuff man that looked like a lot of fun dude that looked like a lot of fun there are people like rocking out to all the songs packed audiences Tell us about the European tour, man. It was. I mean, it, this was. I think by far our best tour. Uh, we played. Uh, we were, we always go to Germany, the Netherlands, Austria, all these places. But this was the first time we went to Sweden. We went to Malta. And it was crazy. I mean, Sweden took us by surprise because we had never played Sweden before. We had no idea if people knew us in Sweden. And uh, we were booked for a festival and for a club gig. and at the festival it was crazy i mean so many people were like we were waiting for so long for you guys to come here and blah. i was like what don't you guys watch tv or something <laughs> <laughs> and it was crazy i mean the the reaction the the way people were so enthusiastic about our music uh, it it totally took us by surprise and the second gig we did in gothenburg it was just us it was us it was we were the only band playing at this club and uh we didn't know who i mean we were like who kn- who knows us in gothenburg and the promoters like you know give it a shot let's see if people turn up cool if they don't it's okay we were like okay and uh i think maybe an hour before the gig started there was nobody there i think there were two people or something who happened to be from bangalore <laughs> 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 but uh but by the time we got on stage and by the time we we were like 10 minutes into our set there were like 250 people there wow i was like where the fuck did you guys come from <laughs> and people apparently drove in from stockholm they drove in from other parts of sweden some guys drove in from finland and norway and Whoa. i was like wow that's insane and that and after that i mean i was like um, our label told us i mean they gave us a breakdown of where all our sales are happening Apparently, most of our sales are happening in places like Russia. It's happening in Denmark, happening in uh, Italy, Greece, all these places which you we haven't even played at. And even when we went to Malta, I mean Malta, an island off the coast of Italy, uh-huh. we were like, who the hell is going to come and watch us over there? We had no idea. The place was absolutely packed. There were like 250 people. It was jam-packed. people were like screaming our names out they were coming up to us and they like we can't believe you guys are here and i was like really okay insane. considering you guys have been doing this for 20 odd years now do you think that now uh 
people come up to you and they are still shocked by the fact that you guys are an Indian band? <coughs> That's a good question because <coughs> the first few years when we used to tour uh, in Europe, people were more interested in the fact that we were from India. We had this exotic angle yeah. to the entire Everybody thing. Everybody expects like, I don't know, yeah. fucking Indian metal to be yeah, exactly. sitar and yeah, tabla. Yeah, yeah, yeah. tabla. In fact, a lot of them actually expected that. And you know, they many, actually back then, many of them were disappointed that we didn't sound like what they expected. <laughs> you know, they never expected it to be just straight out heavy metal or whatever. But over the year, at least over the last couple of years, um, we noticed that the people who are coming in, they stopped even asking. They stop even asking who oh, you're from India or oh, what's it like in it. They, they just don't ask. They just come, they listen to the music, and they're like, if they enjoy it, they're like, cool show and stuff. And that's it. They, it's like we are, we are one of, we are just any other band that plays the kind of music they want to listen to. That's fucking no, awesome. And, and uh, that's a great, just like an analogy of how metal is in general. At this point, you know, earlier you had to make that effort to get like a CD or a vinyl, wait for it. So you made a way more informed decision. But th at this point, you're just one of the bands on Spotify or Apple Music and it's all about discovery, right? So at that point, you don't know whether this band is Indian or Russian or even South American, right? And that whole tag kind of made, made a big difference because like also reviews, I yeah. mean, I'm pretty sure the reviews also you see yeah, yeah. stop saying but now Indian metal. Yeah, yeah but I, I think that's testimony to the music, right? I mean, of course. if the music no, is so no. good, then then country etc. wouldn't really matter. Yeah, it doesn't finally become a gimmick. Yeah, finally yeah. it boils down to how good your music is. Exactly. It, it always boils yeah. down to that. It's like, I don't think anyone's going to ask ACDC, hey, what's it like in Australia? ACDC is ACDC. Yeah. You know? It, they're the same to everybody all over the world. Exactly. So, and I think that's because the music is so good. And if your music is that good, people forget about all this other stuff. They just latch onto the music and that's that's all you need. And I also I would like to add, it's also testament to your work ethic. Because like when I'm looking at you guys over a period of time, it's not easy to continuously year in and year out do what you guys do and keep at it. Because... Uh, <laughs> That Today, shit is hard work, man. Yeah, it's I hard mean, work. I mean, if you didn't actually love it, then you wouldn't be doing it. Yeah, and of course, like, right. again, if, if, if you wanted to be a metal band to uh, make money, then you chose the wrong genre. But yeah, of course. year in, year out <laughs> to put that in. And, like, I've been observing you guys. Like, you guys have put in that hard work. Playing, I'm pretty sure, like, by this point, you've probably played more cities in, like, Europe than yeah. you've played Bombay, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 But that's why we do it. I mean, we do it because this is what makes us feel alive. I mean, apart from this, what do we have? We don't. We have nothing. This is we've invested our entire lives in this. You know, it's and it's not. It's not because we aren't getting anything out of it financially. It's it's peanuts. We aren't get. We we have we have so much of shit going on back home, which basically, you know, by doing this, we put all this other stuff at risk. But we do it anyway. We find ways around it. We sacrifice time with our families, our significant others, and jobs, and you name it. We and you know, I don't know. At the end of the day, <coughs> either you go all in or you, or you just don't do it at all. You can't half-ass it. You have to go all in if you if you really love what you do. Just I don't know. That's 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 our thing, you know. Okay. When <coughs> when something like this, come, I mean, when we do this 
when we tour every year release an album we put everything else aside no matter how difficult it, and it is fucking difficult i mean <coughs> it i mean you have no idea how difficult this shit is you know because when you go all in in one direction the <laughs> the other side yeah. goes the other way right right to the other direction so you it's not a balancing act uh, unfortunately it's not really a balancing act you either go this way completely or you go that way completely if you're in the if you're in the middle neither will, neither will work and you'll basically stuck where you you'll be stuck there forever and it will tell in the music i mean yeah, that's exactly. what it will tell in the music yeah. i feel about afterburner and that's why it resonates not only with animation me but a lot of people around the world yeah but so okay now let me let me change the facet of this conversation a bit i want to try and understand this and it's it's something that's been bothering me for a long time now um and especially after afterburner came out um with afterburner coming out and and the way you describe your european tour etc i love the fact that you or that cryptos is being recognized there i hate the fact that cryptos isn't being given due recognition back home so the question is why do you think that the whatever metal fan base in india the right scene. the scene or if if there is a scene as such whatever uh why doesn't it recognize and not not no okay maybe not recognize why doesn't it support uh the music in the way the europeans do let me let me add it another way why isn't cryptos doing a 20 city tour of india <laughs> yeah <laughs> if there were 20 cities to tour we would <laughs> <laughs> but uh as far as i mean from in my opinion india has always been a uh you know we are i don't know how to say it it's like abroad people grew up with this music this music has been with them since they were kids of course yeah and you know it's 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 part of the upbringing no, no, i i get that i yeah. get that those are reasons and those are talking points that we've all come to ac- accept by now we know the dominance of bollywood we know the uh and we know that english is not our uh, mother course, language yeah. or anything of that sort and all that is all that we've heard I'm talking about the metal fandom in general itself. But that's the thing. You know, we come from a generation where we grew up with this kind of music. People don't grow up with this kind of music anymore. They don't know what it means. They don't know how it feels. Right now, <coughs> if you had to if you had to give me an estimate of the f- <coughs> the ages of the people who listen to metal nowadays, in which age group would they fall in? Between in india yeah yeah i would put it Mid at like 20s to 40s and I'd beyond i'd put it even yeah. even here probably like 30 35 to really? 45 for me it's the opposite i think it's between 15 and 25 okay yeah okay. i think most of the most of the people who are into metal right now in india fall in between this age group it's it's the there's a small faction that falls into the group beyond 30 and even smaller beyond 35 so it's this right now most of the people who are in this 15 to 25 27 age group they've grown up with completely different music it's more modern it's more in your face it's more extreme extreme whatever you know it's yeah yeah it's more angsty it's our music is not angsty it's it doesn't tell you it it's it's not music you know you can go and oh fuck i had a shitty day let let me put on some cryptos no 
it's it's our, our music is kind of it's like it's not meant to release anger in that yeah, way our or music release frustrations in that way our music is more escapist in that sense you know it's yeah. like when you put on an iron maiden album a priest album and stuff you shut out everything and it's like okay it's just me it's the music i'm just going to have a good time i'll crack open a beer and i'll chill i'm not going to fucking think about the world and the issues i'm facing and blah 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 for these 40 minutes i just want to fucking chill and i just want to have a good time that's it and now these people are so fucking caught up with so much of other bullshit they want to they have things to complain about all the time they want to get offended about everything they want to blah 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 but no one just wants to just sit the fuck down and relax and just listen to the music and that's what we are all about we've always been that way and that's how things used to be back then you know it was if you if you look at any of the old bands the crowds at these gigs everyone was just there living in the moment is the band and them they're going ape shit everyone's like fuck yeah we had such a good time our friends we partied all night we watched a gig we partied with the band that's all it was about it was so simple it's a simple thing simple it's it's that's it it's keeping it simple now everything's so fucking complicated you know and it's complicated for nothing people just want to make things complicated so we are not that kind of a band and we are completely at odds with what's going on in the country right now because we we are firmly from a time when things were extremely simple yeah i i i i, I get no, where you're coming from i i think let's make a great segue into this point when i'm just picking up on what you said for those listening to this podcast right now for the next few minutes from afterburner what is the track you'd want to like them to listen and completely zone out and focus on cryptos <coughs> i'll say dead of night all right so dead of night is actually it's based on have you seen the movie lost boys the lost boys no i haven't it's yeah. about <laughs> vampire vampire yeah, bikers vampire, and yeah, all that yeah. shit it's an old ladies movie it's super cheesy super yeah it's a cult movie but the cool thing about that movie was you know back then when it came out and even now it's become a cult movie because it's it's just fun it's like it's absurd but it's <laughs> cheesy and it's it doesn't take itself too seriously it's not something that oh fuck this movie is not going to win an oscar so fuck it like they don't go <laughs> fuck you know it's like keeper sadlin sitting on his bike and like <laughs> showing off his fangs and stuff it's fun man it's fun it's 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 all about not taking shit too seriously but you know when you listen to this song we try and capture that eerie vibe of the and uh, that underlying vibe of that entire thing it's the streets it's the it's the ominous ha uh. um the street vibe when darkness falls and uh, it's all that cheese but put in a mental context and it's like like judas priest the sentinel or something like that you know it's it's complete fantasy it's out there it takes your mind away from what you're doing right now and puts it somewhere else and it's a good head banging tune it's it's just straight out heavy metal get your mind out of what you're doing right now and get it somewhere else and that's all it is i mean that's to me that's what metal is you know you listen to a song like uh, rhyme of the ancient mariner stuff you're transported into that world Completely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. you lose right? yourself in you that. lose yourself yeah. into the in the music the lyrics or uh, you know uh, even any of accept's albums it's just simple music it's but it's 
it's common man music you know it's not trying to pretend to be something else it's just s- simple stuff for for people who work hard and they want to fucking let loose at the end of the day that's what this is that's the mu- that's the music for these people you're not trying to attract people who are like you know into all sorts of other shit no this is this is what working class people listen to here's cryptos with dead of night Silence of the void Lies asleep 
in the middle say around in the 90s in the late 90s metal in india was firmly divided into three scenes right you had the bangalore scene you had the bombay scene and you had the delhi scene okay but true metal right pure metal would exist only in bangalore bombay had a different style of metal delhi had a different style of metal what is it about bangalore that made it pure or what a, a do you agree that bangalore in itself as a city had a metal scene or a metal sound and is that sound any ways different to what bombay and delhi was putting out i think yeah hold, so, hold the mic closer huh? so, sonically yeah. you know sound wise yeah there was a difference delhi and bombay were always more modern uh, more more i would say trendy or what was in what was trendy in the music scene abroad was happening in bombay and delhi bangalore was always caught in a time warp that way but at the same time i wouldn't say it's it was just you know it's it, it was more like people i mean bangalore is a very laid back city at its at its very core you know okay. it's always been a laid back city only only in recent times because of everything that's happened with the city it's become more modern and become uh-huh. more cosmo and stuff but at its very core bangalore and people from bangalore have always been very laid back very traditional very old fashioned so that kind of seeped into the music which is why this kind of music has always had a stronghold over here you know okay um and it's 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 similar to i would say in the like in the uk you know places like birmingham compared to a place like london birmingham got all the cdr bands sabbath priest motorhead yeah while london had the more polished bands like maiden and maybe developer or whoever you know so it's something similar over here you know bangalore's more i would say there's there's a very there's an under undercurrent of uh tradition of of that basics it's that street street mentality you know it's it's like you just don't give a fuck about anything it's just like let's just go out drink get fucked up and go home okay but that's but one thing i must ask so uh as a follow up for those of you who are new to like the bangalore scene and have never heard of bands from here but also for those of you who want to feel nostalgic who are your peers back then man like oh back then i mean before us there was millennium yeah uh millennium i guess were the ones who started everything over here there was dying embrace uh there weren't that many bands as such there weren't many metal bands from here I mean, we didn't really have any peers. I think when we started out, Trinity came a few years before us. A couple of other bands, but you know, when we started us, when we started doing this, and as the years progressed, we never actually actively got involved with the scene. We were never part of any scene, even though we were lumped into the entire thing. We were always first and foremost by ourselves. We were. a band by ourselves it's interesting you say that so here's a here's here's a follow up to that would cryptos have been a different band if you guys weren't in bangalore absolutely not i mean considering what we the music we grew up on and the way we are as people regardless of where we were in the world we would still be the same the music Fuck, would that's, still pretty much be the same that's a diametrically uh, different statement uh, i've heard most like i've heard from most other musicians because a lot of musicians especially in india whom we talk to they attribute a lot of who they are and what they are because of the city that they are in 
right yeah yeah and i yeah? agree and like, it's especially true for most of the cult not cult i'm saying most of the scene bands as such or scene music so whether it be rap whether it be metal rock hip hop that kind of stuff but i'm just going to completely go ahead like when you guys started out because like you talked about like millennium and dying embrace and stuff like that what kind of got you because i know you guys started out as a college band what kind of got you guys going back then like were there similar bands bands you heard <clears throat> like for me personally i wasn't even in bangalore i grew up in kuwait and okay. i came to bangalore in 97 and we okay. started the band in 98 so the city didn't really have that much of an influence on me in the first place but it was the music i listened to when i was growing up that makes sense you know? yeah, yeah. So, so regardless yeah. of where I was, I would still play the same kind of music. So none of the bands. Does it bother you that you that you get clubbed into the Bangalore metal scene? I mean, I don't really care. I mean, people club us into whatever they want. Yeah, like I, I remember back in the day, there was a head Bangalore compilation. I know that yeah. was I, that's fucking embarrassing. <laughs> 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 don't don't Google that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, me I. Okay, I I have to admit back then because we were pretty young and stuff. You know, you you have the sense of camaraderie with all the other bands here and stuff like that and you you kind of get lumped into that entire thing. And yeah, we were fine being part of that entire thing because people are cool, yeah, we are. Yeah, yeah, you just yeah. hang out and but if you had to really ask us, I would all we were never part of anything. You know, we we would all hang out, we'd all drink together, play music together, gigs whatever, but we always had our sights on going further than anybody else because the minute you become part of a scene you start getting pulled back you start you start worrying about what that scene will start thinking of you rather than what you think about your own what you need to do you start wondering what's that guy going to think what's this band going to think of us what are they going to think of us should we write our music to please these guys those guys and then you you're fucked the minute you start doing that you're completely fucked So we've never ever we might have you know hung out with everybody done all this stuff with everyone but deep inside we knew that we're going to leave everything behind and we're always going to be on our own path no matter what and we're still the same today we are not part of anything we're not part of any scene we're not part of the indian metal scene we're not part of the banglo scene yes we are from here but we're not part of anything i love that i love the fact that you guys are out and wholly about the music yeah it's that's rather it. than be lumped into any yeah. sort of category you know, but, as such but th- but that's the thing right like if you listen to like a cryptos uh, or if you listen to afterburner with all the latest releases that came out on not only their label but any other label you wouldn't like identify them as an indian band not at all yeah and then that was not only uh, cool about the production but just the kind of music that they were playing so yeah man yeah, yeah i mean I if you really think about what is indian metal <laughs> what is indian metal i mean if you take 99.9% of the bands from india and you play to anyone else outside they would never guess it was from india what what makes it indian there's nothing it sounds like pretty much everything out there true very true yeah 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 it's just because you're from a certain country I mean, it's weird. That, yeah, yeah. Like, if you were to go out yeah. and ask people what is Indian metal, they'll probably say Cult of Luna, uh, Cult of Fire. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And I, I, I'm pretty sure, like, Cult of Fire or Rudra sound more Indian than most yeah. Indian bands. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you if if you take a band like uh, Bullet from Sweden, they sound pretty much like ACDC. Yeah. 
But would you call them Swedish rock and roll? No, it's no. just it's just I mean, rock and roll metal. I, whatever. You know what? Okay, so wait, 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 one sec. Uh, in your view, should there be an Indian metal scene or an Indian metal sound? Does it matter? It doesn't matter. You got to play what you feel like playing. I mean, why should you force yourself to, you know, throw in some Indian elements just so you can sound Indian? If if it comes naturally to you, great. Go ahead, do it. If it doesn't come naturally to you, why? And why I do it. And the point I want to make, and you know. It was great when it was to be showcased on like global metal or like an article in an international magazine or Metal Hammer or stuff like that. But you know, there's only that much that will get you. And like we said earlier, it's a gimmick because that will get you your foot in the door. But to consistently keep doing that, you have to be true to yourself, right? As Indians, <coughs> as Indians, I think we have this inferiority complex. We have this thing where you know. Everyone, everyone abroad has done so many things, and we'll never match up to yeah, what they've achieved. Yeah, kind of feels like we're always late we're to always, the party. Yeah, we're always yeah. like looking for validation from outside and stuff like. But as far as we are concerned, we are we are fucking equal. We've always been equal. It's it might be varying degrees of quality or whatever it is, but it's the same, man. It's like just because I go abroad and we play a gig there, and. Uh, you know okay i meet somebody from sodom or somebody and he's like oh i'll talk to him but like i yeah, normally exactly. talk to anyone that's i'm not going to say oh my god fucking army little person no but yeah. i the, the reason why i keep bringing this up is because it i don't know it it kind of bothers me that when you know that when an indian band goes abroad they fucking have to take that picture of with uh, the indian the flag Indian flying high yeah. they have to take the picture never of seen with cryptos yeah, yeah. <laughs> why does that shit matter know. man here are people who are in, here who are enjoying you for your music but here's two points of view on it either a like you know i'm so proud to be indian or hey because i saw this i mean like come on there, how many bands do we know like from america or uk that freaking do that or in south america man take exactly. sepultura for yeah. example I know I, d- I don't remember ever seeing an image of like Sepultura saying like away from Brazil. Yeah, I mean if if that's your if that's your scene, I mean you're you're patriotic about where you're from or your that's your thing. I mean we aren't that kind of a band. We don't mix any of this stuff with. We have we are we have strictly no politics, no religion, no flag, no nothing. We are just us. We've always been that way. And it's the mu- if you like the music, that's it. It doesn't matter where we are from. Doesn't matter what we look like, skin color, what we believe in. Nothing. You like what you hear. That's all that matters. Everything else is bullshit. And we don't need to fucking fly a flag somewhere. Yeah. It's, what's the point? I mean. Exactly. What's the point? What's the point? I, I just don't get it. Yeah. <coughs> Facebook likes and yeah. Instagram hearts. Yeah, but but see, again, Facebook will only be around for that long, <laughs> and Instagram will only be. Uh, around yeah, we don't long. know, man. Next thing you know, fucking tomorrow, <laughs> TikTok, we'll all right? <laughs> tomorrow there'll be Indian man in of TikTok. Can't wait to see Nolan <laughs> doing TikTok videos. <laughs> okay, okay, all right. Ah, uh, wow. Uh, let's lighten the mood up a little bit. Right. <laughs> this became a bit too serious. Uh, Nolan, uh, you know, twenty years we kept saying earlier in the start and stuff like that, and you. very rightly brought up that you still feel fresh but if you have to like if i have to make you feel old and look back 
in the last 20 years. What do you think would be, be the highlight in your career at Cryptos and what you've been doing so far? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> everything we do is a highlight at that point, you know. It's like, uh, every time we do something, we go on tour, record a new album, we're like, fuck, we, did we just do that? <laughs> you know, because until it's actually done, when you look back, you're like, holy fuck, we actually did all these things. <coughs> and I think every, I can't really pinpoint anything. I guess maybe if I had to bring out the fanboy in us, I think, you know, when we opened for Iron Maiden and we got to meet them and stuff. Yeah. I mean, personally, that was a huge thing for me yeah. because yeah. of yeah. how much I... I, I could totally yeah. identify with that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, considering we three yeah. of us did an episode yeah. about Iron Maiden, I don't think yeah. we yeah. need to add more, man. But, you know, that's that's more on a personal level. But, you know, as, like, as far as the band is concerned, just the fact that we go out every year and go to Europe and tour and... I mean, the amount of effort it takes, it's 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 at least six to eight months of work just to go and play three three four weeks in Europe and stuff. The amount of effort it takes and the sacrifices we make, and you know the thing is, we don't put all this shit out on social media. No. Yeah. yeah, you never hear a peep from us. Yeah, we don't we don't even promote our stuff on social media. How much do you see of our stuff? We don't. We are not telling people to listen to our stuff or what we are going through or. This, the shit we are going through or how difficult things are no we get on with our shit we do everything under the radar and we know that we are putting in this much work to make this happen and it's a fucking lot of work it's a shitload of work it doesn't seem like that you know once in a while you put up a photograph of <laughs> us drinking in Munich or something and it looks like but it looks like oh wow these guys are living the life but no there's like an entire year's worth of work behind that, that one has picture. gone through it yeah man yeah. But yeah. so just building on that point and probably because you built it f- for those of like the Indian bands or you know people are getting into bands and again what are the kind of tips or if you had to like look at them and kind of say what would you really tell them I'll tell them don't do it <laughs> <laughs> but, but for like you know because and the reason I'm coming to this is a l- just like you said, a lot of people look at that picture and think that, hey, you know, uh, Kryptos are living the life. <laughs> you know, Kryptos <laughs> are signed to a label and stuff like that. But no one realizes the efforts that are kind of put yeah. in there. And maybe like, not the big steps, but what are the simple things that are actionable in a short term that they can do? It's really, <coughs> I mean, at the, Hold at, the, at the most basic level, your music has to be good. And not only does your music have to be good, you should have enough conviction behind your music. <laughs> I think conviction is conviction a big is role in that, man. Uh, I would say it's 50% of yeah. everything you put out. If you don't believe in what you do, if you don't believe it with all your, f- uh, you know, your ent- the entire fiber of your being, there's no point. Yeah. You could write I think that's great the fantasy music. of, like, yeah. not just small bands, but like any band in the world. If yeah. you're and it's any art. Because yeah, I think yeah. in yeah. today's it's day and age, yeah. uh, people are not fools. Like, they can yeah. quickly see through. Because uh, coming back to the point I said, like, you know, you could be a gimmick and you yeah. could, like, fake it. But you can't fake it in the yeah. long term. You can't fake it at you all. Know, I read a great quote. But I can't remember who said it. It's not how good you are. It's how hungry you are. You know, you could you could be line, the yeah. fucking best guitarist or singer or drummer, or best band on the planet, but if you're not going to put in the work, you're not yeah. going to go anywhere. You know, a lot of and I'll and I'll say this, 
on record a lot of indian bands are fucking entitled yeah. they think that you know because i've i can play so well i can write i can sweep like this i can play a million notes per second i can play blast beats i can blah 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 and i can write a song with 100 different tempo changes and all people should fall at my feet give me a record deal take me on tour do this no man it doesn't work that way you know a band can a band can probably write a three chord song put all their heart and soul into it and do the and fucking graft till their fingers bleed and they will get much further than any of you guys that's all it takes you put in the put in the hard work it will eventually pay off and then excellent words i think i think we don't need to add anything more to it i am i'm yeah um, i think this is a great way to cap off the episode yeah that's man. a great way to cap off the episode i just have one question for you when the fuck are cryptos going to print those lovely logo t-shirts <laughs> again band logo t-shirts again yeah, i don't know where i've lost mine but <laughs> like i had one and i think i wore it out and then after that i don't know i think i think it just got thrown out in the trash or oh, give I me the fucking logo yeah. the open file of the logo i'll print it yeah. and sell it in bombay for you <laughs> there you go you have a merchandise <laughs> trade in india but anyways yeah, thank you so much man no limits it's been a pleasure, a pleasure to chat with you man yeah and always. keep doing what you guys are doing man yeah. because you guys sure. are doing something that's magical yeah and you keep making us proud man yeah definitely <laughs> On that note, uh, Nolan, where can people find you if they want to find you? I keep asking <laughs> you that question, and you keep evading it. <laughs> if they want to find me, I mean, it's easy to find me. I'm on social media, grudgingly. <laughs> But yeah, Facebook, Instagram. Just type my okay, name, and you'll probably find me. Okay, and uh, Cryptos is available Cryptos, everywhere. Yeah. You just need to you key that in. You can just find in. us. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Peter, your. I'm Trent Crusher. Quite I'm, easy. Yep, I'm at Asmoani. Hansa Bazaar Hansa Pod On Thank Twitter. you guys once again and yeah with that it's a wrap Hansa Awesome Hansa guys Thank you